Yes, welcome back to Sports Day WA. You're with Peter Vlahos. I've just come across something on social media. Now, I don't know how old this is, but it was posted uh, around about 48 minutes ago, is that sporting history has been made in Nebraska with the biggest crowd ever to attend a women's sporting event filling Memorial Stadium for a volleyball match. A whopping 92,000 and three spectators turned up to watch the Nebraska Huskers take on the Omaha in the U.S. today. I've just come across it. It is quite mind-blowing. Uh, there's fireworks. There is a crowd that is packed. 92,000 to see a volleyball fixture. As I said, I've just come across it on social media, and it was only posted 48 minutes ago, but that doesn't mean uh, that it's been maybe in the last day or so. But we'll try and uh, find out regarding that. Okay, let's go to Polaris, Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand for a bit of a sports update. Um, By the way, the seven Western Australians, it was during the 1981-82 season, the first test against Pakistan at the Wacker, it was played between the 13th and 17th of November of that year. Seven WA players were selected in the Australian team. This is the first time seven homegrown players from one state had been included in the Australian 11. Uh, they were known as the Magnificent Seven, Bruce Laird, Graham Wood, Kim Hughes, Rod Marsh, Bruce Yardley, Dennis Lilly and Terry Alderman. And Australia won the Test match by 286 runs. Some fair cricketers... That mob, don't worry about that. Uh, and so it goes all the way back to the Wacker Ground 1981-82. Toby Green was announced. Toby Green was announced as the All-Australian captain last night. Earlier today, he caught up with Gerard Waitley on SEN in Melbourne. And it's just a couple of minutes of what he had to say about the maturity of Toby Green in recent times. But first, he was asked what it meant to him. Yeah, I sort of, as I said last, I was in a bit of shock. It's just not something I ever thought. It's just not something I thought was possible for me. So, um, it's it's an amazing title, given you know sort of the, the players in the team and um, and the players that have, have received it in the past. So, um, yeah, super proud. I, I guess like just messages from teammates are, are probably most special ones. Um, you know, like a lot of those guys do a lot of a lot of hard work for me to to be able to put me in a position. Um, to receive such an award that, uh, that doesn't really go noticed. So, um, so some of the stuff they've, they've said and what I've, you know, how I've helped inspire them, I guess, um, it was really meaningful. I've certainly sort of changed, changed probably my perception in, in the footy public in the last couple of years. But um, I think uh, for myself, I haven't done too much different to what I've always, you know, how I've gone about my footy. I've just sort of um, grown a lot along the way yeah, had to grow up a bit as well. Um, so, I, I mean, there's certainly sort of a changing, a changing perception to be named captain of an All-Australian team, but um, it's something, yeah, it's something that's not lost on me. It, it suggests you've become respectable, Toby. <laughs> yeah, perhaps. Perhaps. <laughs> Depends who you ask. Probably not Bulldog fans, but um, <laughs> yes. other than that. Well, well, I had some, you know, tough conversations in my early couple of years. I think... I think my biggest issue when I was, you know, in my first, second, third year was uh, whenever I came back to Melbourne and just hanging out with my mates and, and acting as a 19-year-old instead of an AFL player who's 19. Um, that was probably what I had to had to get had to sort of learn the balance of a lot better and 
um, put myself in situations that, you know, got got myself in trouble. And um, that, that was probably the biggest learning. And guys like James McDonald, I remember him having a pretty hard conversation with me. It would have been hard for him in my first year or second year. Um, I'm sure Leon did as well. Um, so, you know, um, that, that's that, that's probably the key, the key. There was a huge area for growth, and um, and then and a lot comes along with that. So there you go, Toby Green, uh, on being awarded the honour and the privilege of being the All-Australian captain last night as he prepares for a sudden death final this weekend in the first week of the AFL finals. Just going back to that uh, record for women's sport, it was last night, we've just done a bit of a check on it, the Nebraska record, uh, the crowd at what is usually the home of the Nebraska football a team broke the previous world record for women's sports attendance, which was 91,648, set on April the 22nd, 2022, in Barcelona, Spain, for a Champions League match between Barcelona and Wolfsburg. And last night, that volleyball contest between Omaha and also Nebraska broke that. 92,000 to see a volleyball contest. There you go. 29 and a half past five. Uh, staying with the All-Australian Awards and the awards last night, Marcus Bontempelli won the AFL MVP. A big honour for the Bont. Uh, unfortunately, the Western Bulldogs season is done and dusted. This is what he had to say. Always humbling, um, I guess, especially, as you said, um, with the with, with the guys around the league who, who acknowledge you know, the things and the influence you have on your own team and, and, and what's perceived as, as, as being a, you know, a strong competitor outside of your own, your own sphere, I guess. So it's very, yeah, it's very humbling, you know, as you said, even for the, for the second time. And I mentioned that last night, it doesn't make it any less special. And when you consider, you know, the, the impact probably Lee has definitely had on the game, but, but obviously the other, the other previous winners. So, you know, it, it's always tough to reflect from an individual sense, when you are so aligned with, with what the team, you know, the team's success looks like, but um, it, it definitely will continue to hold, you know, an important, you know, I guess, recognition um, for myself uh, and the game. Marcus Bontempelli there, and one of the major events in sport happening at the moment, even though the Australian players are falling like nine pins at this stage, is the US Open Tennis Championship. And Isla Tomlanovic's US Open return has proven to be short-lived. Uh, she withdrew from a second-round match, unable to back up from her taxing victory in a first match of 2023. The cruel blow came after fellow Aussie Daria Saville was unable to overcome world number one Igas Vitek in the second-round clash. They were the last two remaining Aussie women in the tournament. But uh, wildcard Rinky Hijikata continued his dream US Open run on the men's side of the draw, powering into the third round with an impressive straight sets win over Hungary's Marton Fukovic. So well done to Rinky. And as we said, we're right across the US Open and we'll keep uh, abreast of what's happening during the course of next week, uh, going into the second week of the US Open there at Flushing Meadow. By the way, uh, just going back to footy, a rising star winner, Harry Sheasel, wants to emulate All-Australian Nick Dacos, he reckons. Sublime second year in the AFL, declaring he doesn't want to be a one-year wonder for the Kangaroos. That update for Polaris. Plate clearance deals are on now. Save $2,000 on the Ranger 1000 EPS, plus get $1,000 free 
accessories. All right, coming up uh, after this next break, we're going to be looking at the WAFL finals. Uh, that get underway this weekend, and the WAFL have got a bit of clear air because of the uh, buy situation before the AFL finals uh, commence next weekend. In fact, Ross Lyon, the Saints coach, was saying we should have the buy maybe the week before the AFL Grand Final to get a real uh, impetus and real thirst for the final game of the season. But that's a discussion for another day. Uh, we've got Subiaco taking on Peel Thunder, 2.10 on Saturday at Leederville Oval. And that'll be uh, up but then on Sunday, again at the same time, a elimination final between East Perth and Claremont. On the other side of the break, we'll speak the two new entrants in the WAFL final series for this year. It is Subiaco coach Bo Wardman. They missed out last year after finishing seventh. And also Ross McQueen, East Perth, haven't played finals football in the WAFL since 2018. They join us next.